0: Welcome to the PDV Pod, in partnership with Scrum 5 and Workshop 17. Hello and welcome to the second edition of the PDV Pod with me, Andy Daniel, and of course, Mr. Peter De Villiers himself. We are here again at Workshop 17 and thank you for their partnership. Peter, how are you? How was the first podcast? Did you love it?
1: Um, I think, I think um, Andy, um, any, any discussion about rugby? I never, I never thought about it this way. This is the first time that I, that I really realize how important um, the 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 depth and the value of the question is, so that you can get to the real answer, you know. And uh, well done to you. I think you brought you brought some of those things that triggers me, that makes me excited about the game. You brought it out of me again. <laughs> um, I couldn't, I couldn't as a coach, of the box went into all those kind of depth of the players because I was so afraid of giving away my strategies and way of thinking and stuff. So, yeah, I played it safe, um, but I think, to my mind, I did shoot myself in the foot. How hard is
0: that as a, as an international coach? Because it's such a fine balance. You you win, it's probably a lot easier, obviously, than if you lose. When you lose, you've got to take the flat rather than the players. Um, <laughs> How hard is it to find that balance that straight after a game you walk out with the emotion of losing you probably in your head know that a few of the players haven't done what they, you've asked of them what you've coached for, for a week on uh, leading up to a game how hard is it not to just oust them both short term and what would the effect long term be of you, of you picking single players out like that?
1: Yeah it's about, it's about, it's about understanding life um, rugby is a way of of, of living, it's a lifestyle. It's not a game, and the people who's involved with it are, 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 are people who are making a living out of the game. So, so if you can show me any player who want to go out there and want to lose, then, then 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 you're in the wrong business, you know. But if you look at any coach who sit down there and don't have emotions, you're in the wrong business too. So the best thing to control those emotions is to is to is to go back to your childhood days where on some questions to your parents they got you got a yes and you got a no and suddenly the yes and the no is the same the one is just much better than the others you know <laughs> yeah, because yeah. You, you you tend to to take the yes and the no and to and to and to uh, enrich yourself and learn from it so winning and losing i i regard it as the same Winning was just much better, you know. Than when <laughs> losing was. So when I lost, I didn't sit down and look who's to blame. I first look at where did I go wrong, and and because I couldn't find the answer then, I couldn't discuss it in the change room. I need more time. So now when you go through the videos and the stuff, you see where the the mistakes originated from. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly you have a more in-depth discussion about. Why and not how?
0: Perfect. I wanted to keep your coach's head on. Because finally, looks like we're going to finally get some rugby in South Africa with some form of Curry Cup, which I'm great. They're talking about calling it Curry Cup. Um, potentially a Super Saturday on the 26th of this month, mm. September. And then straight into, uh, let's call it home and away, but a double round tournament where the eight teams will play each other. My question to you, though, is th- that's great. Obviously there won't be any fans, and that, that's not ideal. Mm-hmm. But as a coach, you're potentially asking, especially Springbok players, you're asking them to go into a bubble, uh, early signs, spray, Kimberley, that sort of area, where they're going to be away from their families for three or four months, they're potentially going to go to either a rugby championship or an 18 tournament in the north, and we'll cover that later, but then come back and potentially finish a Curry Cup in January, how hard both physically to get a team ready, they've only just started their contact training this week, but also how important mentally and the psychology of what these guys have now potentially got to go through to a coach, how are you, how would you keep on top of that situation?
1: Yeah, it's going to be very difficult. Very, very difficult in the sense that the psyche of our South African players and up there, where you can can trust them to 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 be honest with themselves, mm. um, you need to stand behind them. And then and then some of our players, um, they're externally motivated, and that's the tough ones because what will motivate them now? Mm. Um, they will go out there, they will play something because there's nobody. Was watching them. Do, you, do you mean
0: by they're, they're motivated by playing in front of huge crowds yeah, yeah. rather than their yeah. own intrinsic motivation to perform? No matter what the environment?
1: We normally say that, that, that when somebody does something wrong, you don't know, you don't need to tell him. He's a nut, he knows it. <laughs> because sixty thousand people saw it,
0: <laughs> and I'm not shy to tell them. Not shy to tell them <laughs> saw it. You know? So yeah, and 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 and
1: and and the great thing about South Africans, they all know the game.
0: Yeah,
1: you know. So when there's a boo coming, or a sigh coming, or a cheer coming, it comes from from knowing the game, mm. and all those emotions that goes with it. The players do understand it. So yeah. I think for a coach, it's going to be tough to get the player in one game to get to a next level or to improve on his own performance mm. or to understand he didn't do too well um, because there's no reaction from nowhere who yeah. um, make him feel, wow, I was nah. bad now, you know. So it's going to be tough. That's going to be very, very tough. Um, they will be fit, definitely, because um, I think they do understand everything about fitness but they don't understand the real uh, um, uh, psychological fitness of the game unless Mm -hmm. there's somebody who can tell him that and that is where our south africans are a bit behind australia especially because they do have their great um, uh, psychological centers where they actually uh, the players actually been made from a young age And then New Zealand, uh, they they understand that normally and and, and that made us a much, much better uh, competitor when Mm. we played in front of people and against people who do understand those things.
0: Yeah. And, And as a head coach now, you're obviously going to be very wary of the psychology that's going to go into this. Is one of your first moves now to go and find a psychologist that's going to nurse, is that the right word, or help? There's gonna be some dark periods for these players. They're gonna be away from families, they're gonna be in a hotel room a lot, and obviously you guys used to go on tours for a long time and, and I and I get that. But there was at least you could go out. You know, you could you could break it up and you could go out in the evenings. I'm sure some people did it without you knowing, some whether you know it. But this is gonna be really tough. This is probably gonna be one of the toughest psychological and mental health things that they've encountered as professional rugby players. So as a coach, are you, gonna, are you looking for a, a specialist psychologist now or are you back in your own ability to, to keep a united team that's going to help each
1: other out rather? I think that is, that is more important to me. The fact that we surround everybody else with something that they don't have. Mm. So that when they walk into the wall of, of, of a wow, they stop, reflect and go on again. Um, by bringing in a psychologist won't, won't do them too bad. But I don't think on the long run it will do them any good. Um, because what we tend to do as Africans do, we, 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 we don't understand that when you have a cane, it's to help you until you heal. Right. And then get rid of it. We just take the cane every time to help us to get where we want to be, you know?
0: So you'd, you'd be worried that they'd use the, a psychologist as a comfort blanket? Yeah. or yeah. Not an excuse. Maybe, maybe the excuse is the right word, but something that they'll rely on without figuring it out themselves. Is that something you'd encourage players to do? Try and figure it out themselves and find their own resources, not. Suffer in silence, but find their own resources. Yeah, it's not,
1: it's not about making mistakes. It's not about doing the yeah. wrong thing. It's how you overcome it. Forget yeah. about it, and do the right thing after that. You know. Now, now, 80 minutes. It's a very, very long time for you if, if you depend on somebody who's not there. Yeah, you yeah. know. So for cultures it's going to be a tough time because they are sitting up there and they're looking and watching and get players who they depend on to go do a job for them mm. but they never equipped them to yeah. go make decisions yeah. to go do their job you know it's
0: definitely gonna be a tough one definitely gonna be a tough one okay so stay with domestic rugby we it looks very much like super rugby is coming to an end as we know it um and a lot more people are focused on their domestic game has this COVID accelerated where super rugby was going anyway because I think you'll find a lot of people believe that the brand itself had been diluted with I get the sentiment of trying to add from other nations, but the big teams weren't playing each other every year, we weren't getting all the big teams (coughs) down in South Africa, has this just accelerated Was Super Rugby on its way out anyway?
1: Yeah you know, um, if you look look at what happened on the field, I think it was quite nice and and, 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 and it was so great to, to watch the games and see how it, how they uh, uh, annihilate each other and how do they uh, actually recover from from your your, your 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 traveling program because that is very very important that that takes a lot out of the players you know mm-hmm. that traveling um, but if you were open minded and you look at the pavilions, you could see that it lots is um, mm-hmm. Significance. People, people weren't interested anymore in come, come uh, to see the score difference. You know, they actually knew what teams are yeah. compatible and who's not compatible, So they only come to see the score.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, for that, they'd rather work in the garden and ask somebody else what does the score. Here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I think Super Rugby has had has lost his his value.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the, the monetary value was actually the only value that they needed yeah. and I think that is where they started losing it because people didn't show any interest in, 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 in paying at the gate anymore for, for yeah. those kind of games. Even, even for, 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 for local derbies, people didn't pitch enough. You
0: know? When they meet, yeah, they started to mean less and less and less and when you're not always playing. You, you, as a fan at the beginning, and as a coach, I suppose at the beginning of the season, you get the fixture list out, don't you, and you go, can't wait for that oh, one, can't wait for that oh. one, can't wait for that one, and they're becoming less and less and less and less, and it's like, who's done? I mean, I, I'm a bit of a geek, so I would step and watch the Jaguares at half eleven on a, you know, eleven thirty on a, on a Saturday yeah. evening, but it, it's not for everybody. But now, Saru, South African rugby fans have got a chance to bring some pride back into South African domestic rugby with a chance of having a really big curry cup with uh, really big derbies okay they're not going to be in the grounds and it's not going to be um, you know full of fans which is which is sad but it gives us a chance to sort of place a flag in the sand with it the the after that is what i'm worried about so the Pro 14 is potentially going to become Pro 16. All speculation at the moment. No smoke without fire, maybe. But there's potentially six teams for four spots. The Kings have probably made Cyrus' decision a bit easier, unfortunately. Um, the ironically named greatest rugby company in the whole wide world didn't uh, live up to their name <laughs> quite. <laughs> Which for you must be sad to watch the Kings go through this, though.
1: It's sad to watch any, any, any area. Where where people have so much passion for for the game and where they depend on the game to actually rescue them mm. from from all the threats of, of of what what life is throwing at you. Mm. that is that is the sad part to me of it, and that is where I can't understand I, I, I just can't understand this whole decision. I can't understand it because. A month ago, or three weeks ago, um, saru took over the kings. So, if saru took over the kings, who allowed the kings to make those decisions? Yeah. If saru took them over, you know. So something is not happening uh, in the open again here, You know, <laughs> and um, that makes me worry because um, it's not the first time that 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 the people who are actually there um, to, 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 to organize the game, to, to, to make people part of it the whole, in the whole country. It's, just, it's the second part, the same thing happened a year ago, two years ago with, with border yeah. rugby. When South yeah. took over there, mm. they took rugby quite a, away from them too. Yeah. So whenever they take over rugby, they demolish rugby, it seems to me. Yeah you know because that's, there's not something great but for them not to worry about another team um i think is is, is, is something that's very easy for them in the boardroom
0: yeah one one thing they're definitely going to have to start worrying about is the cheaters because yeah. as usual and i'm sorry but history does tell us this that the cheese and the kings get treated like second-rate citizens the potential is again is that the four let's call them the Super Rugby franchises, after Cheaters were obviously kicked out of Super Rugby, let's not forget that, um, are more likely to go into the Pro 16 than the Cheaters. Now the Cheaters have been, (laughs) were the first South African, with the Kings, first South African franchise to go in there. How harsh would that be now if they were to take the Cheaters out of that? And where does that leave the Cheaters? You talk about destroying
1: rugby, We could be destroying it in the free state, surely? Definitely. this is much deeper. The decision is much deeper than what, what we, we see. It can have um, uh, uh, its own repercussions for the boardroom too. Mm. It all depends on how strong yeah. the cheetah's region is off the field. In the boardroom too, yeah, yeah, and that might influence some decisions. Do you understand? Yeah, getting yeah, at. Yeah. and that is bad. That is bad for rugby because because rugby people is there to make rugby decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and most of the time you don't see them making rugby decisions. Yeah, um, we fool the people around them. Now the fight that we have as as spectators and, and, and followers of the game is is is, is the five regions, but we don't see inside. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you go back to what what, is, what happened to me when people said he's not there for rugby reasons only and the reason why they said it was not about the rugby but it was about something else around the rugby yeah, yeah. and that most of those decisions is, is, is been made like, like that in the boardroom. Yeah. Um, uh, the sad part of our rugby administrators is that they depend too much on spin doctors
0: they need to say how it is.
1: <laughs> they never will say how no. it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but for, for me as well, like, they, they're clearly not thinking of the fans because, okay, take attendance figures out, out of the, the equation to a degree. Who's the, who's the team with the, the, the supported the Curry Cup like no other in the last few years, and won it a couple of times, and have packed out that stadium and they've got to knockouts? It's been the cheaters. It's been the cheaters that have put everything into it to prove Yet again, that they're good enough to sit at that top table. So, if, as a fan, they're packing out. I think I think the last thing was thirty, thirty-five, forty thousand, maybe. I've got someone will tell me I'm I'm wrong here for the last Curry Cup final. Um, you wouldn't have got that at Newlands. You wouldn't have got that at Kings Park. Not for the Curry Cup final. So these are guys who, as fans, a could potentially be putting money back in with their feet in the stadium. But secondly really care about rugby in South Africa and in the free
1: state. So as a fan, you're not going to be happy, are you? Definitely not. The same thing is going to happen, um, what happened in, 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 in Port Elizabeth now. Same thing is yeah. going to happen. But if you look at what the reasoning is going to be behind this whole thing, is that we will talk about, we will talk about, look at the years that the Cheetahs won the Karika. And look at the time when the Springboks were playing, how weakened were the other teams. You, you, they will come with all those kind of reasons. Yeah, they still turned out to watch them against weakened yeah, teams. But they but you, they'll, they'll just add
0: to the argument.
1: You, call, you, you'll, 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 they, they're calling all those kind of yeah,
0: yeah, reasons
1: yeah, yeah. To, 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 to make it valid for them to, to talk about. So, so, what was the reason why did the Cheaters go to, super, to, to, to Pro 14? Because they weren't good enough mm. according to South African rugby to play Super Rugby. Yeah. So why would they change now? They would again for the same reason why they kept yeah. the other four. Yeah. They will keep this four. Oh, but but, yeah. but it's gonna be a pretty pair for for, for for them because because the cheetahs will not go under without the fight. No, and so they shouldn't. And um, and I think I do see court court cases running around my ear, eyes. here. Well, they've 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 got a
0: contract till twenty twenty three as it stands. That's so the
1: problem. The That's problem is the problem.
0: They, they could say well, we'll buy you out of that contract. <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't help if I've got not got a rugby pitch to play. What do you do? But it you, up?
1: If you listen to to, to 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 the powers that may at the moment saying that we didn't sign anything only in discussions i think they prolong the process only not to to have this fight as quick as possible as what it can be on the on the on the on the doorstep you know so now i think i think it's going to be a tough one for them but then again i am so glad i am not part of the boardroom
0: (laughs) i think we all are aren't we? okay so let's forget who's going to be in the pro 16 for me to go into the pro 16 out of super rugby i i i personally believe that heineken cup qualification has to be on the table purely because for the development of south african players um and you never know they might start signing european players who knows but for the development of south african players the pro 14 16 is at at a level and it's there are some amazing teams in there, Leinster, Munster, Edinburgh, Glasgow, amazing place to go and contest yourself. But imagine Stormers versus Toulon at, <laughs> at, at the Cape Town Stadium. Like, to really push South African rugby players forward in that competition, how important is it that the Heineken Cup is on the table before you even enter the competition?
1: Yeah, you know, I think this is the most important carrot. Mm. Um, Otherwise, I think it's the end of South African rugby.
0: That's a statement. That's a big statement.
1: <laughs> the reason why I say that is if you look at the Kings and the, and the Cheetahs, they never had the best players yeah. South African players. But still, a lot of them playing at weekly in the European li- uh, people got contracts to play in, in Europe. Mm. Now, now, every week, the best players will be out there. And guys who make it to the Heineken will offer these players huge amounts of money yeah. to come play for them. So, so that will be the end of of, of of even watching a curry cup. Yeah. Do you understand? So, so, so they they might be good in, but there can be a hell of a lot of bad in. If 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 four of our teams can make it into the Heineken Cup, that will be brilliant. Mm. We're getting it. I mean yeah, I mean but you, they say only two will we'll go. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it depends how they, yeah. they split it up. I mean they've like they've they've always allowed one Italian team to go into it, um, which has not always been welcomed when you finish um thirteenth and fourteenth in the league. Uh, to be fair Treviso are getting a lot better over time and zebra had a little bit of a resurgence, but I think what it could potentially do is change the financial landscape of South African rugby. Meaning more players potentially staying in South Africa, maybe or, not, maybe not for the whole, maybe not for the whole of their career, but certainly
1: prolong. Or stay, or going. If you look at if you look at what look at what, what Super Rugby did to Curry Cup.
0: But they'd be able to come. They could. Sorry, to up, but they could finally be in a position where they can financially say, well, just two more years, two yeah. more years, I mean, instead of going like we're off now, we're off now, we're off now, no. and not being dangled the carrot of a British Lions tour, which is probably why. Peter Steph stayed. Like, there's a lot of people who have stayed for the last Tour and then we're probably going to see a mass exodus.
1: Yeah. So,
0: but if we've got a financial landscape where we're earning euros rather than rands,
1: yeah.
0: then surely that's, that's, that, that's the whole argument of why Heineken Cup has to be on the table.
1: But then, yeah, uh, definitely. Heineken Cup is the, is the ultimate. It, yeah, it should be the. As I can go back on what I said, if you look at what Super Rugby did to Curry Cup. Yeah. Because of the top players went into that four unions which were supposed to be regions, Mm. that four unions, all the other unions actually slowly died uh, a death that that nobody can uh, uh, resurrect at this moment. Um, The smaller unions is just going backward, backward, backward. They they don't even sometimes have the money to pay the players, you know. So if we don't have that opportunity to play in the Heineken Cup, or to qualify to play in the Heineken Cup, yeah. I'm telling you now that that because of what we have as talent in this country, and I'm very very excited about our talent in this country coming from schoolboy level, yeah. they will actually very quick and quicker than what we what we think um, they will they will leave the country. Another thing that comes to mind now is that is that Free State has the one of the best schools and school teams. So for them not to transgress into mm. something bigger mm. it will give the opportunity to teams from Europe on an early stage to come sign their yeah. deals with those players and even to start a academy in the free state so that they can have access to those players straight yeah. from, from, from 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 school, you know. So I don't know, I don't know I don't know. I don't know if this thing going to Europe is going to be do good for our rugby or are we opening a door for people to freely, not to come around the back anymore but to come straight <laughs> into the front door yeah, and, and sit in our room, I don't know.
0: And also we're we in danger of having an elite band of men, so to speak. So you've got four, maybe five provinces that are great. To the point where the curry cup's now devalued worse than where the curry cup is now. And Griquas jumped to mind and are Griquas then done? What What's what's the benefit of having Griquist other than playing rugby for South African development in rugby? Because the level will be, yeah. it, it's almost it become so elitist with the top franchises, that the guys who are actually, let's be honest, the bread and butter, the, go, the stalwarts of the South African rugby, we could potentially lose.
1: gonna lose a lot. Because a what lot. the coaches gonna do now is they will potentially buy some of the players from Europe. Yeah. to fill the gaps that they do have here, mm-hmm. and neglect their own uh, school of, 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 of growth, yeah. you know. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know. there's more bad in this whole thing. There's more bad, but we can turn it into good if we make laws around it. Yeah, do you understand? That will actually force the players um, to abide to the pathway, otherwise lose it. And one thing that the cheaters have tried
0: to put on the table, I don't know whether it's on the table, is that actually the, this Curry Cup coming up should be used as a qualification to get into the Pro, let's call it Pro 16, so there'll be four franchises. Um, is that something they should do? Is that something that Cyrus should entertain and look at it and say, well actually, do you know what, put up, put up or shut up, so let's call them as the four Super Rugby franchises. Like, if you are deadly serious, then you go for it in this Curry Cup, full board, and if you get to the semi-finals, the top four qualify, and then...
1: I don't think some of the unions will go for it. No. Um, the reason for that is if the championship runs in the same time frame as what the Curry Cup will, will no. do, and one union has seven or eight players playing for the Springboks, yeah. because they will now go over there for three weeks, four weeks, they will be in, in, in New Zealand, so they have to take a squad of Almost 50 40 players yeah. over there, and what will be left? So, so those who doesn't have have international players in their teams will have a great chance to go. go. Even even then, if you bring Greeks, Greeks will qualify. Yeah, 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 To play in in in, 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 in the. Yeah, but the argument would be
0: yeah. they finish in the top four.
1: But they won't. They don't, okay. they, don't want, they won't go for it. Um,
0: Goes back to you choosing.
1: I mean, what
0: statistic they want to choose. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The, um, the one thing you must understand is the uh, amount of money that's been that's been invested in in, in, in the game, especially in the bigger unions, uh, the stadiums and all those kind of things. Uh, for them to then give their players to go play for South Africa, will yeah. then tell them no, 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 no. If this is what, if, if we're going to empty our stadiums next year, we won't allow our players to play for the Springboks this year yeah. in this cup.
0: I hear you, I hear you, <laughs> jeez, so it's an absolute minefield, and, it's and a the, complete minefield. Is, uh, and so, African
1: yeah. rugby doesn't, doesn't have any control over the players, it's the unions who control yeah, yeah, the players, yeah. so it's the unions who control SA Rugby and not the other way around.
0: And the unions can't even go on with each other. <laughs> They're amateur arms and they professional arms. You just answered the can't, can't, even, can't even talk to each other. Oh my word. Without at least one of them walking out or one of them being But you see
1: already what I, when what I said the but yeah. How influential is the cheetahs region? Yeah in selecting the next president, or having people on the board. and they understand? We're getting it. That might still... We said we weren't
0: going to talk politics. We We
1: said we were going to talk... But that is is the nature of the beast. That is the nature of the beast in this country.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to watch it unfold, that's for sure.
1: Okay, moving on to rugby
0: championship versus eight-team tournament in Europe. Firstly, let's just say we're going to the rugby championship. I say we. I'm an England fan, obviously, but just say that South Africa are going to the um, rugby championship. They could take a beating, surely. Yeah. <laughs> just, just through. Uh, well, look. We saw the standard of New Zealand rugby. We hope that a Curry Cup's going to be top quality, and all the you know all the World Cup winners are going to play and and get to a level, but. We're talking a couple of weeks of rugby, and then they could be down in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think the timing of the Curry Cup is is, is great for this. Mm. For this, the timing is not is not really very, very, very good. If you look at what New Zealand had for preparation, uh, I am so excited to watch the North South game this weekend. I'm very, very excited to mm. watch it because it brings back um, the 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 old way of selecting your your national squad, it's a kind of trials that Mm -hmm. you come out there and you show with what you do have. if you can, with tough opposition, you Mm -hmm. can still do it, you know. So that will be brilliant to watch and with better teammates around you, how great can you be or how bad are you? Um, Your mindset, are you a good team man or are you an individual who... So I can't wait to sit down there and and watch that. We fall of that. We we should have had something like that if we wanted mm. To, to, mm. To, to to be competitive, um, because uh, the advantage that New Zealand do have at the moment and Australia for that matter is that their players are playing in their own country.
0: Correct. Yeah, that's my next point. You know. Yeah.
1: So that that is that is that is a big advantage. We open the door for ourselves. Um, um, and and you know with the wind that we have here, um, so much dust that come in, so you you don't know is that my color or is it the dust that colored it? It's gonna be very tough for us. It's gonna be very 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 tough for us going to this to this championship. But then again, um, South Africa is always competitive when they put on that green jersey.
0: <laughs> so yeah. The eight-team championship in Europe is also potentially on the table. Saru have distanced themselves from it, which usually means that they've signed a contract. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, a, how exciting would that actually be um, to go to a different championship? Um, you know, a group stage into a knockout stage, um, competitively, possibly on a sort of more of a, an even keel potentially and also playing some different nations regularly. So from a coaching perspective, put yourself back in the hot seat now. Where would you rather be heading in October, November to be playing some international rugby?
1: Yeah, you know, um, for South African players. um, To to, to play for South Africa is, is, is huge, huge, huge. But the ultimate for South African players is to play against the All Blacks. Mm. Um, for us, not to have that kind of carrot, um, if you play against the guys that you normally play throughout the year, it's just another guy that's playing in the same team as you, mm. you're not playing against them and those kind of things, It will become like it will become like an Argentina, Argentina France game, mm. you know, where they know each other so good that um, um, outside the law and outside this, there will be a friendly yeah. rule or something like yeah, that yeah. on the game, and, and yeah, you don't yeah. need that.
0: Yeah,
1: you don't need that. So, I don't know, I don't know. I think we're at a very, very tough crossroad at this moment, mm. decisions to make. Um, I would go down on my knees if I if if if, if, it, if it depends on me to stay in the championship. Okay. Because the championship allows allows the some African teams around at the end of the year um, allows them when they play against against those teams. It allows them to actually to actually breed more and new talent. For going forward, yeah. while the championship is all about pride, it's all about going full out game after game. There's yeah. no easy game there. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to do our rugby a lot of a good to play all our rugby Yeah. Uh, in Europe
0: in the northern hemisphere. The other, the other thing that could obviously come out of it, which could potentially be even better but you wouldn't get it every year, is that the old school tours come back. So you play in a Six Nations, for instance, but then at the end, you go and do a three tester down in New Zealand, or New Zealand are come in here for a three test, which obviously wouldn't happen every year because Australia Mm -hmm. would need a piece of that pie and and things like that. But how exciting would a three test series against New Zealand be compared to say, a rugby championship or Tri-Nations back when you took it in 2009? Was that part of you that wanted a third crack at
1: the oh, you know, I can tell you been three times in a year? Yeah, but no you know, one's four you know, in a year. <laughs> I can it's a different it's a different preparation, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a different preparation. Um, I went to John and I asked him to play prop. So we had to prepare him in six months we have to prepare him to play prop for the country. Mm. And then when we were sit in, in that position again, I asked him to, to move back again. So now we have to lose some of that weight that we. You understand we're getting it? Yeah. Going into the northern hemisphere, um, weight is, is so important. The team is two yards slower. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the game is two yards slower. Um, the backline players won't see the ball as often as they see when they play. In the, so yeah, in they,
0: they don't do when FAF's at 9 yeah. anyway, so
1: uh, yeah. So for well, South Africa, I think that, <laughs> South America, the, boring, the boring way we play will suit us playing in, in Europe. Yeah. Because the fields are slower yeah. um, and you need more bulk than yeah. anything else. So you can play flankers on centre now to, to keep the ball going. And, and when we then, compete with the other teams it will be it'll gonna be tough uh, yeah. because then the speed of the game. You know? So for us now to 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 hold on to the ball will be the most important thing. Mm. We wanna hold on to the ball. We wanna keep the ball away from others. it's not about giving them the ball and and, and defend like we do now. Because defending with speed is different than yeah. defending when yeah. they got more speed than you.
0: Well that's interesting isn't it, because the Springboks generally, I'm not saying generally, they do play some some fantastic rugby at times, but generally speaking have been very, when they've been at their best, so talking about the 07 World Cup and and things like that, have actually been more successful through having less of the ball than the opposition. But what you're saying is if we go north and play up there, it's time to learn to keep hold of it rather than defend
1: aggressively. Because in that wet, that's, that's, there's a different uh, way of defending yeah. and there's a different way of, of, of actually holding onto the ball. Um, what actually suits us is the fact that we love to, to, to produce the ball in contact. And that is up there, it will help us a lot. Yeah. While here, the, 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 the offloads became the bigger part of the yeah, game yeah. and all those kind of things, running onto the ball with speed. Now you waste more players running onto the ball in the northern hemisphere then keep holding back and setting up the next phase and setting up the next phase. So patience, all those kind of little things that we're not used to will, will now come into play. And, um, and yeah, um, I can't see how can you play for 80 minutes week after week without not wanting to have the ball, not to use it, not to... I don't know, that feeling is not, that feeling is not part of me
0: no it's, it's it's well it's funny because the, the Premiership started again now and we've seen seen a lot of um top forward play there's been a whether you like to watch rolling Malls or not some people think it's the greatest thing you can watch um others not so much but forward power's becoming yep. probably yep. off the back of last year's World cup they realize you know for play all comes. it's sort of cyclical isn't it' it's all, it'll go round and it'll come back to to throw it out wide, but it
1: just, just go back on, onto the onto the onto the trend of rugby mm. in the world under twenty. Yeah, and you could see that forward play became the the a huge part of of under twenty. Yeah, the teams had the best way of looking after the ball and. And building faces, building faces, they were the ones who actually came out on tops in, in, yeah. in, in the game. So that is Northern northern uh, Hemisphere Rugby and um, it worked for them, it yeah. worked for them. Where the springboards were ahead of them, yes, is because they were bigger than those guys. Yeah. Today, bulk is everywhere. Some, so
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what some of these boys have been eating I'm during lockdown, you. but they're like, they're sort of double taking them when they come on the field now. I'm telling you. Unbelievable. Have you seen the size of Johnny Sexton recently? He's just sort of like, bulked out massively in but
1: he was He was always a strong bugger. He didn't have the bulk, <laughs> but he was, he was actually strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think his head, his head, the fact that he, his head controlled his body, made him uh, a, a above average flyer when he started, you know. Now he's actually the best, one of the best in the world. Yeah.
0: But yeah, we get, I mean it'd be great to see Pollard put himself against some of these players out there week in, week out.
1: But let's just get it's, it's, getting, it's, he's
0: it's he's all good. Getting... Yeah, it's all good. It's, it's great one-off games and everything like that, and the odd tour here and there. But right. I think it'd be interesting to watch short term. But I think the talking point will be long term, where is South Africa's future and what's best. Yeah. I don't see any harm in going and doing an eighteen tournament up In Europe now, I think it would be great to watch. It'd be great everybody to have all the champions that. in there, and you know, England, England won a bit of revenge, and uh, and so did the Welsh, and so does everybody. Yeah. Let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, and what a, um, what a way to uh, set up a certain tour next year as well. New feature, final part of the show. Pressure's oh. on. <laughs> Pressure's on. The first name. In the PDV dream team, the loose head. Let's just remember the rules. You have either got you coached or coached against this player. How big's the short list, first of all?
1: Let's go for two players in in, 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 in that's really out, two are really outstanding that gave that gave me nightmares. I've got two players that gave <laughs> me nightmares. I'm interested
0: to know if they gave you nightmares because you coached them. No, I didn't, or you didn't I coach didn't, them. I didn't
1: coach them, they gave me nightmares. I would love them, I would have loved them, one of them in my team um, because they, they, their rugby knowledge were much bigger than what their abilities were. So they combined what they had and, and they gave us a hard, a hard time. The first one that, 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 that I would have loved to have in my side was Kevin Jenkins.
0: Okay, of reasons. Wales,
1: of Wales. He, he he actually anchored the scrum, and we normally have the tight head to do that, but he anchored the scrum from, from the loose head for, for yeah. and, and gave us so much trouble. Um, they actually He actually made us, uh, same as the other guy they're going to mention now, made us work as a as a front row hooker and, and, and tight head Together to get him, to get him out of our, our, our way, you know. And, and and he was actually he was actually one of the better scrummagers yeah. one of the better players. And I don't think he he's been acknowledged for for, for the input that he that he made into the game. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, oh yeah, oh, world class. There's no doubt about that. And his longevity is, says that he was he was part of a breed of new props as well, wasn't he? In the open, yeah. and maybe that's why people don't speak about his scrummaging so much because he was so mobile i yeah. mean like he's got a charge down and a grand slam decider is unbelievable um and you're right because s- scrumming's like a Ready and the first it's like a hooker that can't throw like, like dane coles annoys me at the moment everyone loves him he can't throw but,
1: but,
0: <laughs> but he can play the loose. <laughs> but everybody can play and lose he can't throw and that's his main thing yeah. gethin uh Gethin's was um obviously scrummaging was his was supposed to be his first job and he was Good at that, but um, how good was he in the loose as well? Uh, He was
1: a brilliant player. But the guy who gave us all our hard time was Tony Woodcock. If you can recall what I said in the papers, I said as a coach that um, New Zealand are cheating in the scrums. I went to find small little things on Tony. (laughs) So that if we can't get the ref to help us, it will. It, we will never, ever yeah. make it against him. So I just focus, put the careers focus on certain things, so that he help us a bit. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> when, right. looking, when looking at Tony, you know. But yeah. he was, he, he was, he's in a class of his own. I'm telling you now. I, I never saw anybody, anybody from one scrum to another um, uses that opportunity in that scrum as as much as he did. Yeah, I'm telling you now, he was and he could play.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Uh he could play. He, he was he was all on and and a silent assassin. He grind you out of the game and then lose and all those kind of things. So yeah, I think as as as, as the first player in my team, uh, Tony Tony Woodcock would be the one.
0: Tony Woodcock. That
1: we that we go for.
0: Has anyone else that even got close to that list or is it just those two that really
1: yeah, there, was, well, 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 there
0: okay. was... Okay, one not in not on the list, but one that you coached that you thought... On may, the
1: list, yeah. Sheridan. Huh? Sheridan. Ah, love But Scherden. he never, he never lived he up to the... No, he never lived... Yeah, had a lot he of never, injuries, he, though. He never Scherden's lived injuries. up to the expectations that that yeah. that I had of I him, mean, you know. He never, yeah. he never, he never gave me nightmares. Yeah. As when you look at him in other games and, 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 and how good he were...
0: Oh, there's many an Australian that's a sleepless night about I'm Andrew Shenton.
1: You know. and there oh, there's like, many in an Australia. And, and, and you, look at how good he really is in, in certain games, and then you get to the game where you play against him, and then he, he you know, didn't, he live up to that stand, that standard that he set himself. So he was an no, O, he was an O
0: nine lion, I believe. Yeah, I he think was so. No yeah, nine. yeah. Yeah, I remember him uh, yeah. no, squa- squaring bad. up to backies at one stage. Not a bad
1: player, not a bad play, I'm telling you, but. But I expected much more of him, yeah. you know, um, but he never lived up to that. Then in South Africa itself, our, 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 our tight heads, our tight heads in my time actually lived in the shadow of an Osdirand. Yeah, 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 Do you understand? We're getting it. So nobody, nobody worked very, very hard to become the number one because Os is there. Yeah, yeah. So people thought he would be there forever, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> people just thought he would be there. Because when he lived there was a void.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And 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 because that is the standard of of loose uh, play in South Africa, nobody lived up to it. Mm. So when the second best guy when he went out came, he came in here and not came in there and said, I'm putting down the stake. So that is why it's so important, and it's very, very important, not to allow any player to retire. Yeah. You work him out of his job. So if he's if he's, <laughs> if, he's, yeah. if, he's if he's yeah, that's standard. And You work him out. You need because a new guy you can't select a new guy if he is as good as the old guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the experience and all those kind of things, he must show that he's better than that guy. And if he's better, than, you know the standard is just is just moving yeah, to the next level. Yeah. yeah.
0: So there we have it. Lou said Tony Woodcock um, goes in at number one in the P D V Dream Team. Whew, I think we've covered everything. You think so?
1: Anything that's going on in the rugby world. I think. What um, do we What do we do when we get to, 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 to centres and flanks? And then are we going for those in peers going? Maybe
0: I, I should pick my own. Is, yeah, I don't see. I don't. Do, I not deal with front row. There's, I don't even know. I don't even want to know what happens in the yeah. front row. I realise it's a random club. You've got to be very weird to play in it. Um, and even the second row, some of the guys you've coached, I'm not sure what I get. Uh, the backs is my thing, there's right? games,
1: there's I'm, games in the front row. I, I don't room. want to know what happens in the front row. In front room. Room, you find <laughs> games within games. Yeah. I'm telling you, each and everybody there has his own game going, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you can't coach that out of some players, they will be
0: dragged into uh... a... <laughs> that tape's not for cauliflower ears, <laughs> it's to stop them getting bitten. <laughs> It's the stuff of getting bitten, isn't it? And let's be honest, the front row ruined, what, 20 minutes of each match by having a little ego contest, and we have to watch them stand up again and go, let's stand up again and go back there. Why can't, why can't they just scrummage and get it out? I want to see a scrummage, and I want to see a rugby league. We're going a little bit off-piste there, but give us some insight. Do you not say to the... When you've got, when you've got a backline that has Brian O'Pan, <laughs> J.P. Peters, and Jean de and Jacques Ferry in it, are you not saying guys just scrummage so we can get the ball out? I'm tired of watching these odd scrums. The other, but they don't listen, they're not they're not no. clever enough, are they? Now, you know, the, the, IQ, the IQ of rugby is on his back. Yeah, ah, there we go. There we go. So you're telling me the subs have got, there you go, State staying 22. winning the title. But, uh, no, brilliant. Awesome uh, again to chat. Love chatting rugby with you. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening, watching. Um, your feedback is more than welcome. It's now live on Anchor, um, and obviously we are on Spotify and all the Usual podcast places for you to watch, as well as the YouTube channel on Scrum 5 Rugby. Um, thank you, obviously, for Workshop 17 for providing us with this amazing space where we can film and bring you this great man's knowledge of the great game that we all know and love. So, until next time, thank you so much for tuning in, and we shall see you very, very soon. You've been listening to the BDV Pod in partnership with Scrum 5 and Workshop 17.